Have you ever felt like the work you were supposed to love is instead sucking your soul and you aren't making the impact you always dreamed of making? If so, you aren't alone. From broke and underemployed to six figures plus, powered only by daydreams and grit, I realized I was burning out and my values of freedom, purpose, and making an impact were taking the backseat to my wallet. I realized that I needed to build my own field guide to awesome from the inside out. So I gave it all up and I traveled the world to rediscover what was most important to me and create a business that filled my pockets, filled my soul, and allowed me to multiply my impact. But the question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our community of experts and share the secrets of success from the inside out. My name is Trina Sarekia, and this is the Field Guide to Awesome. Welcome back to the Field Guide to Awesome, folks. I talk with multi-six and seven-figure entrepreneurs. We dive into where they started, the struggles they had along the way, and the unique way they think differently that has led to their current level of success. In my last episode, I spoke with John Paul Crimi. John Paul is originally from Boston, but in his early 20s, he moved to LA and quickly became one of the most sought after celebrity trainers and sober coaches in the country. Unexpectedly, he found himself in a breathwork class and had a massive transformation that very first time. Knowing he had to share this technique, he not only began teaching, but developed his own unique style and quickly began selling out classes all over LA. What makes John Paul stand out is his East Coast no-nonsense approach. He has taken the new agey part out of breath work, and both companies and corporations are filling his calendar. CEOs and the Forbes set have found themselves in his classes and have hired him to teach all of their employees. John Paul has broadened his classes into customized workshops and corporate retreats of all sizes all over the country. John Paul has also appeared on Good Morning America and has been featured in the Huffington Post and the Hollywood Reporter. You can find him on countless talk shows and podcasts, both domestically and internationally, as he continues his work to make breathwork more accessible and mainstream. John Paul believes there is no one who can't benefit from this practice, and he has the Olympians, Oscars, Emmy, and Grammy winners to prove it. Witnessing people visibly transform often after just one session is why he greets each day excited to turn people towards their most authentic selves, and he has made it his life's work to reach as many people as possible. John Paul and I had a wonderful long conversation. In the portion I shared last week, we talk about grief, imposter syndrome, and worthiness, as well as how his biggest wound became his biggest gift. It was a powerful episode, folks, so if you missed it, make sure to go back and check it out. But don't go yet, folks. My next guest is Willow Sana. Willow has been a self-employed creative for over 20 years. She's a sought-after business coach who empowers visionary entrepreneurs with heart-centered action. Join me in welcoming Willow Sana. Willow Sana, thank you so much for joining me today. I am so happy to have you. I'm so happy to be here, Trina. This is going to be good. Oh God, we, we've had some amazing conversations so far. I can't wait to dive into it a little bit more and really share these conversations with my listeners and with your audience, because these are things that people need to hear. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, such a sweet reminder of how important it is to be communicating and sharing ideas with like minds and just that we're all out there having these thoughts. And so, yeah, I loved our first conversation. So excited to get some of this down on the podcast for your people. Me too. I, when I didn't hit the record button on our initial conversation, I was like, what did I do? <laughs> so here we are. Willow, tell, tell my listeners a little bit more about you. I introduced you prior to us coming on, but I would really like them to hear in your own words about who you mm. are, what you do. Yeah, beautiful. Well, I've been, yeah, self-employed creative entrepreneur for 20 years, over 20 years, and have had many incarnations in that time. Uh, But the thread that has tied through it all is serving and supporting other creative entrepreneurs. And in particular, these days, the way I describe that are are messengers, content creators, transformational leaders, purpose-driven entrepreneurs who are doing big things in the world and serving them with both the emotional support and the strategic support in a really holistic way because it's all right on the worship to make sure you're getting out of your own way and actually growing your business. Yes, I'll tell you it. I love that. Um, And one of the things that you mentioned offline, you mentioned a couple of things, Um, cancel culture, which I think is huge right now. um, And not just politically, um, especially in the online business world, the witch wound, um, which I'm curious to hear more about. Um, and how it's important more than ever to source within to speak our truth. And I agree with all of that. So let's talk a little bit about the cancel culture or does that go with the witch wound? Yeah, it very much ties in with that. And I, you know, even taking a step, a few steps back on that, almost this deeper layer that I want to presence in the conversation is recognizing that everything that we're seeing with, uh, cancel culture, even connected to the Me Too movement. I mean, really this liberation of women's voices, of of everyone's voice, this truth that is coming through even, I mean, gosh, we're just seeing truth being also bantered around even in its own right, but that all of this is really connected to our healing the distorted masculine, the distorted feminine, and some Mm. of these massive, massive wounds that the patriarchy has been, right? So as we're just shifting, all of this is coming into this perfect storm (laughs) and and erupting right now, if you will, cancel culture being one of them. And, And we've actually seen this in small ways over the years, which is actually what connects it to the witch wound. Um, Witch wound is one way to say it, certainly for the feminine. And this like kind of goes back to, you know, Joan of Arc days or any witches Mm. that were burnt at the stake for having a voice or believing that they had gifts to share. And when that was threatening for the patriarchy, for the, you know, just the the unhealthy powers that be, um, that then they were literally burnt at the stake. And that's kind of what's happening with cancel culture. It's those who dare to be so bold to have an opinion or to say something or, you know, yada, 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 that there's this, all of a sudden they're getting torn down very publicly, how that's showing up. And what I'm most interested in is for the amazing heart-centered, brilliant creators who I have the opportunity of working with, it's 
anytime I'm seeing that you're holding back or you're playing small or you're not sharing your light and your gifts out of fear of being taken down or fear of what other people will think, even if it's imposter syndrome of who do you think you are, what have you, all of those things are contributing to a playing small. And I'm like, not on my watch because there are so many brilliant, brilliant, gifted people, humans, women that need to be getting their voice out there. We need you. It's like an absolute must. So this is the healing that we're doing collectively right now. And I think that is incredibly powerful. Um, When I look back and even seeing some of these incredible heart-centered healers, entrepreneurs, and business people online, if they can even get themselves to do a live, Mm -hmm. um, or as they express themselves in writing, you can even feel it then. I think as women, we've learned to minimize ourselves in that we're not taking super powerful stances on things like strong, um, oh, what's the word? Bold, bold stances because bold is triggering to anyone who believes differently or who doesn't understand what you're trying to do. Um, When you talk about the witch wound, I, I know that there are a lot of entrepreneurs out there when they work in the woo space, the, the magic space, the mindset space, it can be, um, I think, challenging for them to take those bold stances. How true do you think that is for, for the people that you work with? Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, it's, it really comes down to, you know, what are you afraid of, right? Are you afraid that someone is going to say, you don't know what you're talking about? Who, you know, who do you think you are? Um, is it afraid that you're even afraid to make that stance because somebody's going to literally tell you you're wrong or they disagree? I mean, that fear of confrontation, this also goes deep, deep into, you know, like you said, right, that we were so, we were raised so typically to be, you know, essentially good girls, right? To not make waves, to, to not stand out, um, to not disagree, you know, so being the good girl, we've been taught to really like, make sure that everyone feels comfortable, make sure that, you know, we're creating, you know, and, and I do believe here's the thing that I really want to make, make sure there's space for, first of all, everyone who I serve and support are these incredibly, usually highly sensitive, tuned in very like heart centered beings that only want to do good in the world. So some of, one of my huge messages for all the people that I work with is power is safe in your hands. Yes. We have only been shown really messed up models of power and authority and very unhealthy models of that. But there is a new way coming forth, a new feminine way of coming forth that 100% can be thoughtful, can be loving. It's our power does not have to look like the powers that we have seen. And yet, if we are not willing to claim our power in the way that we are able to claim it with our voice, with our truth, with our heart, with our love, with our gifts, then we're actually not serving anyone, including ourselves, right? Right. 
Willow, we could talk about this for hours. Let me ask you really quickly, what's one thing that really heart-centered healing and creative individuals can do to reclaim their power? Like what the smallest step that they could take today? Yeah. I, this is easier said than done. Always is. Yet, it always is, right? Um, and yet it, it is actually easy that the invitation for everyone who's listening that I have is to remember that you have already been given the guidance of what you need to do next. And mm. so the simplest, this is sounds, sounds easy, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's just to listen, to listen and take action on behalf of what is already knocking at your door, what is already coming through. And that space, this is exactly what I work on, and we can totally have another conversation about this, but, but this space in between that whisper or the knocking on the door, the calling that you have, the, the message that you've already received of what you're here to do, and then the actually putting it into action, that's this gap where all of our emotions come up, all of our wounds come up, all of our fears come up. And this is the piece that I am so interested in. But my first invitation for you is to listen. And it's usually already given you some action. It might be even um, visual. So I receive a lot of my insights visually and metaphorically. So you might have a vision of yourself on stage. You might have a vision of yourself leading a group. Great. What is one small action that you can take that helps you have the embodied experience of that vision? And that is what's going to help you have that, that real knowing and feeling in your body when you get on the other side of it that reminds you you're not going to die. Nobody's going to burn you at the stake and that you, it's going to light you up so much, even though it's going to might feel terrifying, right? But because you have listened, it's like that muse is just jumping up and down with joy of like, oh my God, she finally listened. And it's like, that's when the floodgates open and you'll get more downloads and more insights and more guidance. Absolutely. I just got chills. I, this is, this is something that I teach my clients as well. It, it is brilliant when you have that vision, that urge to do something that knowing that you were meant that you can, that this thing is possible. That's a message from God, universe, source, whatever you believe in, that it's already yours, that it's your destiny to, to do, to take steps towards, but you need to take those steps. In the moment, we, you know, this is what we call it the goo, right? When you're in the goo, sometimes you're in yeah. the goo and you're in the middle of that transformational place. And, and the thing to recognize is that in that goo, in that time, sometimes in the creative process, we actually don't even recognize ourselves. We can't see the forest from the trees. And so to just really have so much compassion for ourselves, because our, our left brain or logical brain wants to come in there and actually, um, 
I don't even know if the left brain, that's right. That's the left brain, whatever it is that the logical left, side of left, left brain. The right brain is logical. Left brain is creative. Okay. Right. So it is the, the right brain. Yeah. Um, but the logical side of our brain wants to come in and make sense of it and have it be perfect or have it be right. And it's just like, you have to just let it be messy. The creative yeah. process is messy. You're not going to recognize it. It's going to feel terrifying. It's going to feel scary. Um, but that, that is, like I said, this is what's expanding your capacity, even in your nervous system to recognize, like you can actually create and you won't die. And that's the process, the process and support you need to give yourself. And it's also what we do, you know, in my programs and what sounds like what you do and helping your clients. Um, it's retraining it's like your it's nervous needed. system. Yes, it's retraining it your nervous system. So, oh gosh, this has been brilliant. Willow. I would love to talk about this some more with you. Would you be willing to come back for another interview? Oh my God. I would love to. You and I could talk all day about this, Trina, and I, I would love nothing more to be able to expand on this some more. Let's do it. That's fantastic. Where can people find out more about you, Willow? Yeah, you can go to willowlovesyou.com. So I am Willow Loves You on everything. So pick your favorite platform, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, Twitter, all, all of the places, uh, but I love Instagram the most. And of course you can go to willowlovesyou.com. And in particular, when you go there, you want to just keep your eye out for the alignment quiz. That would be my invitation. If you are feeling out of alignment or you're feeling like you want some guidance, I've got, actually got two quizzes out there. Find one of my quizzes and it'll give you some really, really awesome guidance for you getting and taking those next steps for you in your life and your business. Brilliant. And listeners, those links will be in the show notes. Willow, thank you again. It's been an honor. Yeah, thank you, Trina. I loved it. I'll see you soon. See you soon. Stay tuned for the next part of my conversation with Willow Sana coming up in March, where we talk about what you need to do before you can show up powerfully and compassionately for others. And stay tuned for the next episode where I talk with Elaine Terso. Elaine Terso, known as Elaine the Brain, has been a creative, self-made, problem-solving entrepreneur since 2001. As a business consultant and launch strategist for the InSource IT marketing agency, Elaine enjoys supporting other entrepreneurs with their businesses, getting shit done for them so they can focus on their zone of genius. Elaine and I talk about how we are both the problem and the solution and how important it is to pay attention to what the universe is telling you. It's a powerful episode, folks, so stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. Hey, thanks for listening. I truly hope you got something out of this episode that you can immediately implement in your life or business. If so, one of the easiest ways you can help me is to please rate, review, and follow this podcast. When you do, you help me reach other heart-centered and socially conscious entrepreneurs just like you. By the way, if you are a driven entrepreneur at the top of your game, yet find your consistent successes aren't feeling like you thought they would, I also have a special invitation to share with you. Especially if you are ready to go deep and stop the self-doubt, self-sabotage, overwork, overwhelm, exhaustion cycle that is holding you back from experiencing success that truly feels like success. I invite you to book a call with me. 
We'll have an intimate conversation about you and your business, and we'll talk about what's holding you back from regulating your nervous system, priming yourself for flow, and elevating your emotional intelligence so that your journey of success feels fulfilling and deeply satisfying. If you still need more help at the end of our call, and it makes sense to both of us, we'll talk about what it would look like to work together. If this sounds good to you, click the Book Trina link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening, and stay tuned for next week. And remember, be awesome!